0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgan
1: Stern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The mummy goes beyond defying comprehension. It's truly incomprehensible, and I have some questions about it. What is Tom Cruise doing here? He's had his ups and downs over a long career, but a Tom Cruise movie has come to mean a professional production that's good to look at, if nothing else. This one, his worst ever, isn't worth a first look, let alone a second one. The plot is unprofessional chaos with vague aspirations to parody. Cruise plays a soldier of fortune named Nick Morton. He looks like a baffled bystander when he isn't running, jumping, shooting, and fighting his way through the subterranean reaches of contemporary London, which is where most of the story is set. What's going on? This question is less general than situational. The basic plot is straightforward. An ancient and particularly nasty princess raises hell on earth after the inadvertent unearthing of her sarcophagus. More often than not, though, it's hard to know where we are or exactly when. Nick is afflicted by music video visions that take him here, there, and everywhere in temporal spurts. And the script is afflicted by continuity glitches. In one of them, a battle between good and evil is raging in a tunnel of the London underground. But then Nick and his anthropologist lady friend are suddenly underwater, and not because they borrowed too much on their mortgage. Why is the villain so silly? No reason why the mummy shouldn't be female this time around. Her name is Amanette. She's played by Sophia Butella and she's a statuesque creature with a fierce visage enhanced by hieroglyphic tattoos. But she roars too much to much too little effect. Whether she's summoning up a sandstorm in London or straining her chains in a Victorian-looking laboratory of the prodigium That's a shadowy organization presided over by Russell Crowe's Dr. Henry Jekyll. When he's questioned about his outfit's mission, he says only that our business is evil. Why would we want to see more of the similar, if not quite the same, This question is prompted by the place The Mummy occupies as the kickoff attraction of the Dark Universe. These days, universes are being discovered right and left by astronomers and created with interconnected characters by Hollywood production and marketing executives. For them, a universe is the core of a franchise, and creating a franchise is considered the best way, or maybe the only way, to keep vast numbers of multiplex seats reliably filled. So we have DC comic universes competing with Marvel comics, comics, universes, and now the dark universe, which is a far-reaching universal pictures venture that will recycle such classic features as the Bride of Frankenstein and the Invisible Man into big-budget, new-fashioned oldies. We have not seen the last of Dr. Jekyll. In an industry cursed by a paucity of ideas, the mummy points to the future by exhuming the past. I'm Joe Morgan Stern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.
0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.